turn me up a little bit, turn me up a little bit. from this track. What you scared to say podcast season two episode 17. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here right before the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Alante, you already know your host, you know, my co-host right here, the lovely. Dana K. Yeah, so <laughs> I need y'all to like, subscribe, and share. Um, that's very important. Please support, support, support. Yes. Um, we got a special guest today, Adam Jablin. Mm-hmm. He is um, a, a mental health coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks a lot about addiction, and um, he has uh, different methods that he, that he applies uh, to his clients, uh, the you know, to get through life and, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. um, tune in. Thank y'all. All right. So, all right. We good, Adam. Um, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> this doing is well, Dana. Guys. How are you? <laughs> good. Hey, this good. is Dana. This is my co-host. Nice to meet you. Dana, it's an absolute pleasure. It's a very, very cool background, by the way. Exactly. Yo, we appreciate that. Um, I like yours, too. I like the Superman. I like all that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This this is cool. I like the way yours is lit, though. You're you're making me feel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. It's real funky. Like I don't know. It's it's different. I like it. Yeah. The the whole presentation. So um. Listen, I'm so glad that we have you. Like, yes, this is like this is something new for us. Um, Mm -hmm. this is season two. Season two finale, episode seventeen. This is you know we wrapping the year up. And we got um, Adam Jablin here, right? Correct. Yes, Do we sir. pronounce your Jablin? Jablin, yeah, like a okay, Jablin, but with a yeah. <laughs> got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I looked you up. Um, as soon as I got the 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 DM, I, I wanted to know about you. I like a lot of things that you talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I look. Um, I saw that you're an author. Uh, you published a book, I think, in 2017. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to tell us about it? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, so, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm very proud of it. The book, uh, Lots of Holic, from right. a sick to sober Superman. It actually made New York Times bestseller list, which Ooh. was an okay. accomplishment, you know? It was an accomplishment. <laughs> and um, Let's go. Really, what this book is about is is my journey into sobriety and getting sober it's a it's a businessman that's radical you know and, and doesn't know doesn't know about the disease of alcoholism addiction doesn't even know that he is an alcoholic an addict okay. uh you go through this journey with me of becoming a new father being a husband not being happy but knowing that i'm blessed so it's a very confused feeling, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that I have all these beautiful things that other people want. So why am I so unfulfilled and so happy yeah. and getting an intervention, going through treatment? We, I actually take you through the treatment process of what happened to me there. And, and one of the reasons was I knew a lot of people couldn't afford to go to treatment. I want to give them treatment, like rehab in a bottle. Um, you go through my spiritual awakening. You learn I teach you through my pain and through my suffering, what, what learning about the disease of alcoholism and addiction and that it is a disease. It's a medical disease mm-hmm. uh, to become a disease. You need four qualifications. You need to be one progressive, meaning over time, it gets worse. You need to be chronic, meaning it's always fucking there, mm-hmm. right? You need to be primary, not secondary, meaning you're the first cause and you need to be fatal. You have all four of those, you're a medical disease. You take one away, you're a pretty bad disorder, which is still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But I learned, I learned that alcoholism addiction was a disease. Guys, I go through this spiritual transformation. Uh, this place that I thought was prison turns into a spiritual camp. And my whole life changed. Everything in my life changed. And helping others became my primary purpose in life. And uh, that and and you get to go through that journey with me. So thanks for asking about it. No, uh, thanks for sharing that. Awesome. Right. Yes. 
Um, I think that's deep. I think that's impactful. One of the reasons why I wanted to work with you, um, us wanted to work with you is because I think you're a leader of men, um, all people, but like, I like how you, I seen some of your client testimonials. Um, they spoke very highly. So I seen something that you had on there called the hero project. Yeah. And, um, it's a lot of like we're in Philly and um, it's a lot of stuff to go on on this city with addiction and mental health. Um, a lot of people suffer from um, Percocets, uh, promethazine, codeine here, things like that. Um, and I just wanted to know, like, how does the Hero Project like? Like, how does that help people? What is, how does that connect to the people who like suffer for stuff or like they? Yeah. So look, first off, the, the Hero Project is, I, I couldn't be more proud of it. It's my coaching, group coaching, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, but it's also now become, you know, it, it's going into certain treatment centers and recovery centers. And why I'm so proud of it is it, takes you through, it takes the client through their hero's journey. I am a big advocate for the 12-step fellowships, okay? okay? Very big advocate. However, those fellowships and those programs solely focus on some ways sobriety. And then if somebody doesn't get sober or if they have a relapse, some people start putting the, the, the 12 steps down, the fellowship that it doesn't work well. Well, what was happening was I had found ways to help people that if that didn't work for them, let's take them through their hero's journey. The hero's journey, I know you guys have heard it a million times, but it's really, really basic, okay. right? And, and then I'll let you know some of the things that we do in between. But like in the hero's journey, the first part is you separate, right? Mm -hmm. So you separate from the pain, you separate from the alcohol, you separate from the drugs. Think of your favorite movie, whatever it is. The hero separates from what they think the world is really like if it's right. you know if it's uh neo in the matrix if it's luke skywalker in star wars mm -hmm. if it's kal-el who will become superman and superman there's always a separation mm -hmm. there's a something a new world is about to be given to them and an old world is about to go behind them okay. so i'm taking my clients into a new world a new journey mm -hmm. but then there's an initiation part Okay. where we give them a whole bunch of new skills. So for me, it's a mission statement. It's a purpose. I find out their primary question. What's their driving force? What's their leading energy? But in the movies, that would be, you take the red pill and you learn Kung Fu, or you yeah. find out you have all these powers from Krypton, or you learn mm -hmm. how to use the force, or you know, I could go on and on and on. You know what I mean? Right. Mile, the Black Panther. It doesn't matter. You always see the hero's journey. Right. Always, always, always. Right. And then there's the return home. And that's my favorite part, guys. So many people that I've seen, they'll help a client. And now that client just, it's almost like they leave the family, they leave the kid, like they, they, they go and want to, they can't return, they, they don't return home. They just want to be somebody different. Well, in mind, you return home and you you show somebody who you became. You, mm -hmm. you, you celebrate with them. Yeah. You know, you don't leave your mom. You don't leave your dad. You know, I, you know here's a word that I hear so often. And, and I think it's getting to a point that's been abused. Boundaries. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, healthy boundaries means that you know when to say no. It doesn't mean that you cut somebody out of your life. Yeah. Right. You know? It's like you right. just learn how to say, I can't do that tonight. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not going to talk to you for 10 years. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so uh, that the hero project, you know, it, and it brings all the principles in, right? Okay. So okay. if it's from the 12 steps, but if it's from the old Testament, if it's from the new Testament, if it's mm -hmm. from my business background, if it's from fitness and exercise, right. uh, got a hip hop flair, but you, you name it, we bring it all in. Nice. Okay. Nice. So it sounds like, um, uh... It's a lot of religious, uh, you know, I guess you use the Bible a lot. You use the steps, uh, you use working now. You, you, uh, it's just everything wrapped up, up in a one. Um, well, what, one of the main things I'm glad, glad you asked that is it's let's say 
uh, depending on the group or depending on the client, mm -hmm. I got to find a common language with them. Right. Okay. right. So right off the bat, right mm -hmm. off the bat, mm -hmm. right. I'm a kid from Jersey. Yeah. Right. I like your vibe. And I know you're from Philly. I already mm -hmm. have enough in me to know how to connect. Okay. If I'm going to use the Eagles, if I'm going to use the Sixers, if I'm going to use certain music that came from Philly, right. I I get a common language with my client. I'm not trying to take what I like. If it's if they're anti-religion, you're not going to hear anything That's from right. the bottom. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If mm -hmm. they hate this, I'm not. I need to be able. Once you can connect with somebody connect and with how them. they're feeling, the, yes. that little that wall they have mm -hmm. slowly comes down. Mm -hmm. Right and right. It, wait, Adam knows about the Eagles. Yeah. Wait, Adam, Adam remembers the years of Dr. J dominating. Is a you, you start? Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. oh, Rocky, right, Rocky. Okay, got it. Got it, right. You mm -hmm. start lowering those walls, right. build the common, and now yeah. I can talk to the client. Mm -hmm. The yeah. language they get, not me pushing it on them. It's important to be relatable. Right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And then even even with the steps that you have, um, I was going to ask you if it's individual based. So, you know, a, a, a program that is, you know, um, built to help a group of people is, is great and all, but it's like you said, um, the ability to be able to connect with each individual because everybody's journey, everybody's story is different. You know, whatever they experienced in the past that led them to addiction, um, you know, it, it might be different from the another, the person they're sitting next to in that same group. Yeah. So um, it being individual based is um, good to know. <laughs> so yeah. anyone is interested, yeah. you know, at um, his hero program is wonderful, you know. Absolutely. Um, Those are my yeah. favorite, by the way. I, I still, everyone has their niche. I still mm -hmm. love being one-on-one -on -one with a client. I yeah. really, really do. And then later, if they want, because they love the community, they love what it's about, bringing them into a group. Mm -hmm. But than like that one-on-one -on -one bond right right all right, right so i got a i got a question um i want to dive a little deeper right you because these are these are humans these are people they be they go through things um it's a reason why people do drugs it's a reason why they decide to go in that way the common complaints is is a version of a story okay it's a version of a story. So I'm going to try to take all these different clients that I've met, all these individuals, men and women, and put what's happening is they're seeing their life through a story. Okay. And in that story, the way it's being told and the way it's being felt is triggering powerlessness, fear, anxiety, and depression. They feel like they can't find a way out. And even if you showed them the way out, they would be like, you don't understand. You don't get it. And then they would explain a certain person or a certain reality that they're facing, right? My husband, my wife, my children, the bills, the job, right? So it's a version of that story that they're going to make very, very colorful and feels very very real to them okay and then you just put in what they're going to be and then you it's almost i hate to say it, but it's almost like you start now picking and choosing what if, if they're male if they're female if they're in their 20s if they're in their 30s if they're in their 40s if it's a percocet oxycontin xanax ambient darvacet oxys roxys alcohol pot combination of all of it heroin so you start picking right but what's happening what's really happening with my client and with these people is they're seeing life through a story my job is a to let them feel be seen they need to be seen two they need to be heard they can't just feel like this is falling on deaf ears mm -hmm. three they need to feel safe and then once i i'm able to be with that person guys with all those stats, what I need to slowly do is anchor them or literally start downloading them into a new version of the story. Okay. Okay. So you're just trying to take them out of the reality that they have set for themselves. I'm going to just, I'm going to, we're going to start clean that clean slate and we're going to start with a whole new set of 
ideas and beliefs and all yeah. the positive things. We're going to start rewriting it. Well, th- let's think about this, it. right? We we could say... It's just a mindset thing. It's just... It's what's going we to could say... We could. Let's just play with it. We could say, me from Jersey, you guys from Philly, us both on East Coast. We could say that right now it's December 10th, 435 East Coast time, and we're all participating in a podcast. But in reality, what what else is going on in the world? First, there are planes flying above right now that are using solar radar. Right. There are whales speaking underneath the ocean. Right. Jimmy, there are parties going on. There's pain going on. There's mm-hmm. there's so so we're focusing on our reality. Right. That's right. all we're focusing on is our reality. So if we change our focus, right, mm-hmm. and we change our lenses. And trust me, the old story is very, very strong. It's going to cling. It's good. That's why you need a coach. This is my favorite example. My favorite example is fun. Do you guys like basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm older than you, but play with me. (laughs) Michael Jordan was the most dominant, ferocious, competitive force we'd ever seen. Yeah. But he could not get past the Detroit Pistons. He couldn't get near a championship, right? right. He just could, he couldn't. Yeah. He tried. You could watch it. Yeah. He gets a new coach named Phil Jackson, who brings spiritual and soulful principles mm-hmm. into the game of basketball, mm-hmm. a mindfulness, right. and literally starts making the best of the best of the best of the best. Shelling more sneakers, tongue out, hip hop, you you name. Starts going, hey, listen, if you can give up a little of this idea of how you play mm-hmm. and how you dominate and how it's all about you. And if you could actually start sharing the rock and letting go of these old ideas and old beliefs, what's going to happen is your teammates are going to like you more because now you're not just such a ball hog. Then when your teammates start scoring, they can't double and triple team you all the time. We have more threats. Then, since you are so good, you will be able to pick and choose your spots of when it's time to take over. That model, that model right there, I take with my clients. Mm -hmm. All right. It it sounds almost like if I was coming to you with what you're saying, if I was coming to you with like a bunch of stress and it's like, and I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders or um, everything is on me. If I let go, if I were release, if I surrender certain uh, things, then um, I'll be able to, to progress. I'll be able to move better through life. Uh, I don't mean to sound cold. You guys think, don't make it you, but think of somebody, make, make up a character. Because a lot of times, guys, yeah. I got to destroy their denial. A lot of times the story that they're telling Mm -hmm. isn't even true. Mm -hmm. It's true in their mind. Mm -hmm. It's a true, but but it's not true in reality. Mm -hmm. Oh, my kids. Okay. What time you drop the kids off? Well, well, really it's like, I have to be there at seven 30, but you understand the house. Is that true? Well, you know, sometimes I mean, you, Mm -hmm. you have to break the, because other than that, you're going to allow your client or this person that you care about to be a victim. Mm-hmm. So what happens? That you get to look good and like, oh, you're such a good listener and sweet person, but they die. <laughs> you got to cut through the bullshit. Yeah. With love, mm-hmm. with attention, but like a doctor with a scalpel and very, very sweetly but calculated, mm-hmm. cut through and let the truth come out. Right. Right. So do you feel like you run into a lot of people who, where their focus might be on another person's life and they're comparing their life with someone else? I believe it. I can imagine, you know, a lot of stress comes from looking at someone else's life and how much better it is and feeling like you should be where they're at, you know, because your situation might be similar to theirs. Um, So how do you handle or how do you get them to focus and redirect their their focus on their life as an individual and not someone else's. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes depending on the client and depending on, on who they are, I, I have some really 
big famous stars, right? That I will not use. I can't. A, I don't ever want to break their confidentiality. That's why you don't see me using them as testimonials. If you go through my page, you'll see me with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not asking them to give me quotes. And whatnot. Right. But, I, right. but when I'm, and I won't break what's going on in their lives. But what I will let the other person know is, I'm like, you, you really think, you really think everyone's life is that sweet? Do you really think everyone's life is that sweet? Let's let's talk about the truth. Do you really think everyone's life is an Instagram reel? Do you think my life is my Instagram reel? Right. People only put their highlights up there. Right. Absolutely. So let's get to the causes and conditions. Let's get raw and real of what you think life should be like, right. what you think other people are living like, and actually start leveling this this scale you're on where everyone's life is so good and yours is so bad and going like no 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 okay so let me jump in so um to Please. piggyback off that's a good question where you so i'm, I'm kind of getting somewhere with this all right so mental health right you've been doing this a long time that the mental health coaching right so yeah. with social media um wh- i think because that's more so new now with the mental health aspect of it Huge. is it not so like now, what's the difference from like back in the day, which you would have to tell somebody from now with social media, because everybody looking at other people's lives. And um, I think mental health is, is a big deal with social media. Like people believe in stuff that's, you know, fabricated, a lot of scams and I don't know, hyperbole. So it's just like, what do you tell, like, what's the difference and what do you tell people in relation with social media and mental health? Well, the difference is astronomical, as you can imagine, right? I mean, but there's a power in it. I'm getting to meet you two lovely souls through this special device, right? right. Through this special app. Right. So the idea is, especially for my clients, mm-hmm. is that they need to l- start learning to control it rather than it controlling right. them. There you go. Right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. they're... Use it They're more for fun. like a business. It's, it's not real. Use it as like, a business. No, use it as a platform. Just... Use it as marketing. But if, marketing. You, if you really, really believe that th- this is real life, that's where we that then that's where we have to start. You're giving me a great place to start because right. it's not real life. And then I'll show them some of my high end clients being like, "Look, like the, the, you know, this is for they're marketing a movie, right?" It's this you know? great production. It's, right. it's for whatever it is, whatever it is, real beliefs. Like some people on here, I don't know, or to the people out here with a real message, to people with, I, I don't know, who, who really got something to say. Everybody always screaming, take the mics away, take the. I just feel like inter, entertainment has always changed throughout the years. Um, we used to have TV shows as the dominant thing. Um, podcasts are now a part of 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 our life. Yeah. Um, reels, uh, all different type of marketing schemes. I see you. You be you you jog every day. What you did like three hundred and sixty? What? How many days yeah. you on? Yeah, I'm on day three forty four. Three forty four. <laughs> and every day you've been running. Every day. Every, every day. day. See, but but I I so but think about that, right? I use that to inspire mm-hmm. and to try to let people know that it's that it's doable, right? Um, but I also have friends that they are they're posting their Lambos and they're this like right. it's mm-hmm. everybody's got their own theme and methodology. So uh, even if I were to use me, you know, right. I would have to talk to the client and be like, look, it's day three four four, but like, can I tell you something? Yeah. I did not want to go today, yeah, yeah. and I did not want to wake up. And right. I, I'm I'm sharing something to inspire, but like there's a human in all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a human in all of us. So, and, and by the way, what I said before also goes with almost everything. Once something controls us and we don't control it, that's where the problem starts. Oh. Alcohol, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Alcohol, pills, sex, gambling, right. what are, you name it. Once it starts controlling you, once you're obsessing about it to the point that it's unhealthy. And, yeah. and you're not controlling it. Now we gotta start taking a look at it. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, I definitely I hear what you're saying. Right. How, what, how much? Eight minutes. Huh? All right. 
So we got about uh, eight minutes left. Um, did you cool. Have this has been a lot of fun. Are you guys asking a phenomenal question. That was so. a good conversation because it's um it's different. It's something that we haven't, you know, we we just stepping into this. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, this is our first time going around. So we I'm enjoying it. it. You're asking great questions. It's fun to go deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to um ask about depression as a person who suffers from depression. Um. I had to learn because I always viewed it as, you know, just someone being sad, you know, you're just sad. I had a best friend who was just always depressed. I'm like, girl, it's, it's in your mind. You're good. You'll, you'll be fine. You're just sad. Like get, you'll get over it, you know? And then, um, you know, unfortunately I, you know, witnessed someone go through a traumatic event and it took me into a whirlwind of depression. So, yeah. and I learned that um, it's not mental. <laughs> well, not fully, you know, um, and doctors do diagnosis as a, a chemical imbalance, right? So do you encounter, well, I know you do, I'm sure you do encounter people who suffer from um, depression and right. knowing that that is a chemical imbalance, right? And then um, that can tie into addiction as well. Of course, all those things tie into each Big other. Right? So how do you handle someone or have you even encountered someone who was suffering from maybe chronic depression or deep, deep depression? Um, who is suffering from addiction. That's really tricky to tackle with an individual um, because the cure for, you know, not cure, but treatment for depression would be meds. You know, it's the first thing they throw at us. Here's this medication. Here's that medication. Um, Take that and call us in the morning, you know, but how do you tackle someone who suffers from addiction and also depression, knowing that the, the main treatment for that would be medication. Where where does that person go from there? Well, I have a deep, profound respect for the medical world, mm-hmm. doctors, and I really do. And I don't knock on them or and in depression, I think mm-hmm. also should be recognized as something very real. Oh yeah. So you put those things together and you go, okay, because they're coming to me for they're coming for me, but they want to use that almost as a you see. Mm-hmm. I'm depressed. I'm clinically depressed. I was a, a, and and I'm like, you know what? Let's let's acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Let's pay attention to that. Continue okay. to see your doctor. Mm-hmm. Take the medicines he's saying. Okay. But your doctor will still tell you to be doing these protocols every like exercising, walking, mm-hmm. eating more whole foods, sharing of what's really going on with you, having a golden vision in life, developing a mission and a purpose. These, you know, figuring out what's driving you, like, really, what's driving you? What questions you're asking yourself over the time? Like, I do primary questions in my class. These are all things, the the medicine is, it's a band-aid. It's to help you. It's not to say, well, I'm on meds. Mm -hmm. It's to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to balance yourself out chemically. Mm -hmm. So when you do the work. You're not, it's not going to send you into a state where you don't want to shower for a week, right? right. right? Because in reality, what do you want to do? You want to wake up happy. You want to wake up with enough energy to exercise. You want to wake up with it, with enough vitality to go after your dreams, goals, and I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say that what the doctor is doing is wrong. We're going to use it to build your life. If you want to be on meds your entire life, that's between you and your doctor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I would like to at least get you to a place where it's an option not to be. There you go. Love it. I love it. I, I, but, you, but, but delicate, you know, yeah. delicate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I definitely think that's a fine line because of the uh, the opioid crisis and, and um, uh, people with overdosing. And so I don't even know how strongly I, I would want to push medication. Um, I like the working out part. I like the the um the praying part. I'm with all of that. <laughs> the medication part because of people overdosing, um, the fentanyl crisis. Uh, I don't. I would tell them to try to get all the way away from that. Um, but think about it. if you're really with me and we're both coaching together, and I show you some of the things that have happened in this business, and I show you, hey, look, there's this coach. I'm going to show you how long he went away for. He told the client to go off the Prozac or go off the Zoloft mm-hmm. because we're going to, and, and the client killed themselves. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Right. So we, we can't act like God. The doctor shouldn't act like God. 
the parent or the the spouse should act like God, right. but I'm not going to act like God either. Right. But I am going to give the tools, right? And then allow that individual to decide for themselves. Maybe I'll try to to stop the medication and wean off with a doctor's supervision. Right. I like that. All right, not just oh, yeah. cold turkey, but if you no man, yeah, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I'm with you. Like I'm with you now. We right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I hate to say it, but there's something, there's something so it, it's so cliche in life. But I don't care if it's a sport or the gym or your podcast. There, there's something about getting your reps in. Right. My clients need to get their reps in mm-hmm. before we even get to that conversation of do you want to talk to your doctor and wean off the medication? Right. Let's get the reps in. Right. Right. You just told me this is second season. So many shows in. Right. I guarantee you, the first show wasn't like this. No, it wasn't. Right. You gotta no get way. your reps in. You know, right. same right. thing in the gym. Same thing on the court. Same thing right. on the field. And, and it's the same thing with my clients. Let's right. get the reps in, and then like we can have a healthy conversation of of like where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. <laughs> listen, we are going to do a part two. Um, <laughs> Anytime, man. Yeah, we listen. This was great. Um, Thank you. Thank you so, for being with well, us. We, I appreciate you for doing this. So, um, we're gonna I appreciate in, it. Yeah, communication. I'm gonna talk to you. Talk to your people. We're gonna do a part two. We're gonna dive uh, dive deeper. I think uh, the demographic thing um, we can explore um, and understand like a different world and what because other people go through different things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So not like not everybody had the same issues. Not every, not every, you know, it's a reason why people come to addiction or had mental health is we all live a different life. Not everybody lives the same life. So I think we can explore that. We can have a deeper conversation about that. Um, I want everybody, uh, put your book up one more time, please. Again. Yeah, sure. And you know, I, if, if it's cool with you, when we do part two, you know what I'd really love to play with, because I think you guys will love this too. Mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about people getting addicted to a new story. Okay. That you know, one of my questions for you. So absolutely. Yeah. Some of our, yes. if you name like your top three or four actors, I guarantee you one of them is, is has done method acting, including mm. I, I can name a bunch. Right. What happens is they get so identified and so locked in and so synced up with the role right. that even when they're on set, you can't call them their name because they're so dialed in. And locked. Yeah. You can do that with your own life. Mm, I love it. <laughs> Awesome. I understand that, man. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. You're welcome. I appreciate you, man. You're welcome. God <laughs> bless you guys. I, I got to tell you, I had a lot of fun. You guys yeah. had such a good vibe. Thank, Thank you, man. You so I appreciate awesome. it very much. No Thank problem. You, man. We appreciate you. Thank you. For God bless you, too. You as well. All Happy right, New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, y'all. What You Scared to Say podcast season two. This is the after show, episode 17. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Dana K. Hey. We got my man Lawrence. We got my man Buck Bandit. Yeah. Um, this is where we, we're going to sit here and talk about, you know, um, I don't know, like, I guess real quick, we, we got a little bit of time to lightly go over, I guess, you know, what we just, uh, you know, the conversation with Adam. And then we can just talk about, like, our own experiences of how we view things and um, as far as mental health and, uh, like, our personal beliefs. So I'm going to start real quick. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be long. Um, every, I got a different way of viewing things. Um, I, I feel like it's, it's, I I definitely believe like depression is real. I feel like it's It's things, right. It's definitely real. But I also think like, cause Dana was talking before we went on the cameras Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how it's a chemical imbalance Mm -hmm. and I'm not denying none of that. What I'm saying is I feel like it's like factors or things you can do in your life to beat that chemical imbalance. And um, now that's just my personal belief. That don't mean that's law. You don't want to talk about the interview first. You going straight in? No, we can talk about <laughs> no the interview condom. too. Oh. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, because no. And, and the reason why I'm, I'm gonna correlate this to um, I was trying to um, pause. I was trying to dive deeper into what Adam was talking about. Um, 
because I, I wanted to know, like, you know, what type, what, who's his clients and, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that and what do they go through and um, so what, how, how's your approach with them, you know, you know, just with details of their life and, and things like that. So we're going to bring Adam back for a part two. Okay. Um, yes. But I, I wanted to dive so we can dive deeper on that because I want to ask on that. Mm-hmm. But I want to, yeah, all of that. So, <laughs> I mean, what y'all think? Like, I, I feel like, like it's things you can do in your life to, like, beat that chemical imbalance. I mean, like, when the cameras was off, I was just saying, like, you know, you people have these these different things that they do. Some people work out, mm-hmm. like, yeah. as soon as they wake up in the morning. Like, some people wake up, I guess, like, they've told me that, for example, you wake up, you go to the gym in the morning, there's a, a, a there's not as likely of a Make chance. Sure you, in your sh- you in your shot? Huh? The camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Oh, all right. there, there's at least a likely of a chance of you waking up with these anxieties and depressions. I was all, I've also heard people say things like prayer, yeah. like when they have these these dark uh, moments or these intrusive thoughts that may put them in this different this different feeling, you know, and that usually draws them back into a place uh, or a state that doesn't really like serve them. Yeah. Go ahead. What's the question again? <laughs> I feel like it's factors like I feel like it's like he just gave me like specific examples of like things you can do to, to, to try to beat your depression mm-hmm. and um because I, I I don't believe like I don't have the belief that like all right all right yes you I acknowledge that you're diagnosed with something mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that you cannot do things to help beat it like this, you just have it. And I'll you're put stuck it like, and that's it. I got you. Like there's nothing. That, that, that's it. Like you know what I mean. You can't. That's it. Like I. I can't beat it. I, I I put it like this. I feel like all right. Depression is a, is a state you gotta have yourself in. You know what I mean? Every as far as handling the, the problems that come with depression, the problem the the shit that happened will never go away. It's about how you react to what's happening. Like if you lost somebody who was dear to you, and it makes you want to not continue to go on. As the days go on, you realize you have to go on. That don't stop you losing a person. That don't make it hurt any less, you know what I'm saying? But you still got to continue on. You can't, depression is when you sit there, you do nothing about it, you know what I'm saying? And and you're that's when you're in a state of depression, to me, you know what I'm saying? But as far as, if you, everybody have moments of depression, you know what I mean? Because when you're alone and you're sitting by yourself, that's when you're forced to deal with any demons that you have, you know what I'm saying? If you have any that bothers you enough, you know what I'm saying? So... And no, in those times, I just feel like, nigga, you just gotta man up because life going another day. You got responsibilities. You got other people who depend on you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you out in this world and nobody depending on you and nobody care about you, then that'd be harder to convince somebody to stay around. Like, cause nobody calls you, nobody needs you, nobody. You know what I mean? You could go a whole week and nobody even checks to see if you're alive. But I feel like people who actively are in other people's lives that people rely on that they need, you got more of a reason to live. No matter what you've been through, no matter what past experience, those people that might have had those past experience count on you to this day. If something happened to you now, if you ended your life now, where would they be without you? You know what I mean? So when you start thinking like that when you're in a depression state, and imagine like, damn, if I was going, how many people that would really affect you would be not only ending your life, but tearing down five, six, seven, eight, nine lives with you, mm-hmm. then that should be enough to make you not want to end it all. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing with the depression. Okay. So the depression is just the state that you're in in the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once you get up and go out and do shit, you're not thinking about that. You ain't depressed. You make shit happen. See, I feel like when they say like depression is a fight, like. It's a fight that you never stop fighting for, for real. So yeah. it's like you, and you know, like they just say it as like a saying, but in all actuality, you gotta fight back. Like the feeling of wanting, I guess, to be out of that, of of that feeling or that emotion, or not wanting to be in that place anymore, has to has to be stronger than right. these like <coughs> intrusive thoughts or these the this anxieties and things like that. Because depression is a bitch. You just gotta go harder than depression. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dana. I so, Buck, I just have a quick question for you. When you say man up, right? You can't hear me? 
when you when you talk about you know people having to man up and just get through their depression, um, what you feel like is a state. Um, anytime when you we put the word state next to something like state of emergency, state of depression, um, which you know never <laughs> really heard anybody put state next to depression, but um, that usually describes a temporary situation, right? But when you are a person that is diagnosed with depression, right? It is your message to man up, right? And just get over it or get through it. No, in that you know, state, if, no, you're, when, if when you're diagnosed with it, then uh -huh. my state would be man up and take what they give you to get over it. Right. So my question to you is, when you say man up, are you speaking to men and women? I'm talking to whoever going through the state. Okay. So I'm a woman who suffers from depression, right? We can't ask women to man up about anything that they go through in life and then get mad when we act, act masculine. Okay, masculine. You you, you want to give that man up message to women and wonder why we feel like we That's have to be strong subjects. all the time. It is not. Man up is man up. Man no, up is what it is. No, it's kind of the same subject. You know, it's not. Because manning, manning up in this situation is taking the medicine that they prescribe But a woman can't man up. No, but that's not. That's called, that's called being responsible and, 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 yeah, and working up. with. That's what manning up is. Be responsible. I think you're messing with it. When say man up, that means nigga, be responsible. Do what you're supposed to do. Hold on. One at a time, y'all. Hold up. You know what I'm saying? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, listen, I think your message is, I think she asked a question. She said, is that message to men and he women? Said, or it, yes. And he said, yes. I think that's where the, your the right message, wrong person you're giving it to. That's a good message for another man. Mm -hmm. You supposed like the man to man? Yeah. I agree with everything you were saying. Man up because you got too many people depending on you. So that's why I wanted to have, that's the conversation, the type of conversation I wanted to have. You know, like it's a lot of things and factors that we be, you know, that we go through in life that leads us to do certain things or feel a certain way. So it got to be things that we can change. I don't know what that is, where you're lacking in life, but you got to have some self accountability of like, listen, like I got X, Y, and Z going on that I can work on. I can, I can, you know, do a little, this might be leading to my, and, and I get like, if a trauma is something, and that's a whole different thing. Like yeah. if something traumatic happened to you. But depression is depression. So regardless of however you end up with depression, it happens. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's situation is yeah, different. Yeah, there's nuances so if to you, it. You know, like, let me give you an example. I know you guys are saying stay busy. Don't think about it. You know, um, you, know you can get out of that frame of mind and state and all that. The lead singer of Linkin Park um, yeah. suffered from depression and openly spoke about it. And this yeah. man killed himself two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. And that broke my heart because I, you know, suffer from depression as well. And and I and I, I I'm I'm not his story, you know. What I mean? but, but he was the lead singer of a rock band. They're touring. They're making albums. They're doing all these things. They're part of all these wonderful things with with Transformers and everything. Like their whole soundtrack was Transformer based. But he's still, you know what I mean? It's 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 so easy for people to say. You know, find something to do. Find your reason. Find your I'm reason. I'm not even surprised that you're saying that. You want to know why? I agree with you. I, I know why. I, it's listen, like no it's, matter what it's you going do, to, it's going to sound sometimes wrong, right? you, you don't have control over the things that pop into your mind. Listen, I'm not when, when you're dealing with, you. with a chemical imbalance and someone who was choosing not to, you know, be on medication because of the way it changes you and and and, and you don't feel like yourself. But you're not you saying nothing wrong. Lie, I, just I know not. It's not about right or wrong. No, no, listen. I just want to get this point off, right? I just want to get this point off. I, I just want to say that life has always been, uh, I don't know what word to use, um, crazy. Like, um, if, if you look on what's going on in the world right now with, like, all the different wars and if you look through, like, the history of time of, of, of this things just ever had, like, life has always been hard. It's been hard through, through slavery, through civil rights, through all of this. Like, life has been hard. Life has been, like... Get, I try to pay bills. I don't like. I no real shit. Like, like life has been hard, right? Mm. Yo, you playing the middleman, cuz no, I'm not playing the middleman. Stop being a politician. That, that every, that's not everybody's. You being a politician. No, no. no what, what I'm saying, listen, bro. I'm not playing the middleman. Maybe y'all just too high to talk today. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Maybe Nobody's words are together correctly. <laughs> he a politician today. I got it. <laughs> no, bro. Like, would you think to say I, politics? I, I feel like men just got a men got a duty to, like life has always been hard like shit going to happen bro like 
Like, that's what I said. Shit no. is going to happen. Women are, are built to like, if every if every man thought like that, then the world would fucking perish. Like, this is what I'm trying to, like, we have to go, like, babies die. People have cancer. Like, I, I can't just tell everybody to make, not everybody's going to make it. It's just like, but I want people to do things that, that change the things in your life to try your absolute best. Like, don't just quit. So my, my positive, my, my message is positive. It's like, I just don't want you just to, all right, you're diagnosed with this and just lay down and that's it. Just give up. It's like, no, every day you got to get up and you got to fight. Every day you got to get up and you got to go run. You got to go to the gym. You got to eat better. You have to absolutely do everything you have to do to fight. I'm not just going to lay down and die because if you constantly feed in that, that because life is whatever you feed. I, I can't just, and, and, I, and my message is more so to other men because I, ex, I expect us, we, we should be stronger. When y'all tell us to protect and provide, this is part of the protection and the providing for us to have to do the tough things in life. That's why you got all these different wars and different things going on on different levels above us. It's tough decisions that got to be made financially. Everything that's going on in the world. Like, so I, so your message was right, but I feel like it should just be, it'd be towards another man. I don't feel like, I don't expect. Yeah, you would have to have a. I expect us to be. I feel like. The, like the savior, like it, should, it would be a good time for people to come up with a phrase like "man up" because "man up" in all X Y, he's trying to say or project the right words to her or the right message. It shouldn't be to her but, though. But yeah, but it's like that's what I'm saying. You can't necessarily ask a woman to man up. Like you, I wouldn't ask a woman to man up yeah, either. Like, yeah, but that's why I said. That's why I said. But that's why I said the message. Like he really just saying. Like I guess he wants you to fight back. Listen, we complain about why women are masculine, right? We always be bitching and complaining about this shit, right? I believe this is, they, they get tired, they get mad at us, right? This, this is why I needed the extra time. They get mad at us because they say that these kind of podcasts are divisive, right? And this is it, this goes along with mental health and, and whatever, perception and all this. They, they get mad at us. And, like, I'm just trying to explore different things, like, like different reasons or whatever, Um like we actually have those real conversations, you know what I'm saying? Trying, you trying to be political, Paulie? No, so I get no, so I get the message, you know, and I and I uh, appreciate it, you know. Um, but my what I what I would like for um, people to understand that may not suffer like other people do with their emotions or depression and things like that. Um, you don't have to necessarily be that person that just gave up and decided not to come outside ever again and, you know, say, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I hate my life. I'm, I'm so angry about what happened to me or, or someone close to me. I'm angry that, you know, this happened. I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to live. I'm not coming outside. That's not what depression looks like all the time. Depression is people who come outside, they could have a smile on their face every day, and you'll never know what they're going through internally. So it's, that's why I feel like it's so important to, you know, um, be aware and then be sensitive to, to certain people. I'm, I'm definitely that person that feels like, you know, be kind just because. Because you never know what someone is going through. You know, they could have a smile on their face every time you see them, and then, totally <laughs> you know, they, 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 yeah. go, they, they internally go and do something that you don't know and you don't understand. And it's just so important to just, you know, it, listening is so important um, and understanding. And I know it's hard to understand something that you don't feel like, you may feel like you can relate to because you've been through other traumas or certain things in your life that you feel like could have had put you in a depressive state. Or, or in depression, you, but you know, it's not to cut you off, though, Preen, but I kind of feel like no matter how strong you are, like you could be the strongest person in the world if it's 365 days in a year, you're not going to wake up feeling 100% 365 days in a year, and that's okay, and it's okay because to not be okay, every day, yeah, like you know? that's okay, like it is okay. I'm just saying tough decisions got to be made. <laughs> I'm saying, listen, it, they keep saying we keep having the same conversations. And, and this is the, the the best way to end it is just to come to the conclusion that men have to be a certain way in life. We don't get the, the we don't get the, the, the luxury, the luxury of, you know, having a, like, we don't get that. We, we don't get that grace. It's evident by all the messages and the, and the things that people be saying. Like, this is the point of why I, I was reading so many statistics, statistics of thank Yeah. That, um, that 
that men go through or whatever that leads to mental health, that leads to the shit that why they be on drugs, right. why they be going through what they be going through. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, women are going to be masculine if you're asking them to do X, Y, and Z. Mm. Fuck this conversation. Like if I you're get single, it. you gotta be masculine there sometimes. Mm. But but it's things that happen. But see, when I start talking about nuances, it's it's factors that happen in life that led to that shit. So why you're fucking depressed? If you actually fix where the actual you gotta you gotta locate where the problem is coming from. But if you know where the problem coming from, you still sometimes you still can't fix that problem because it's already a past problem that happened. Well, you can't fix the problem, but you can do things to where. But well, I feel like this is a. I, but my yeah, point you is, can actively right message is not to her, yeah. not to a woman, not not to Dana, but it's not to a woman. I just feel like you. Right what do you mean? Is the right is the man, right message to everybody? To no, this up perfectly. So as soon as you. <laughs> When we ready to wrap it up, I got something. I'm saying, I feel like no, it's the right message to everybody. Say. That's all. Listen, bro. Like I, I handle you. your I business. Just, do what you got to do to to find something to live for. Everybody got something to live for. Find your reason. Find your reason in being. If you can't find a reason in being, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Then it's hard. Then then we got to talk about some type of counseling and figure out and give you a reason to live. Cause everybody got a reason to live. Everybody gonna go through little rough patches, potholes and shit. But that's not a reason to want to be like, you know what? Fuck all this. Cause essentially, you are not only just ruining your life, you're ruining everybody' life around you. They count on you. So if that's a reason to stay, enough reason to stay. Then yeah, go through your shit. But don't don't start thinking about ending shit. That's my whole point. I'm with okay. you. See, I really be feeling like. I'm a strong believer in God didn't put us here to feel depressed. So when we be having these, you gotta wake up happy. You wake up happy, your shit is good. Like we feel bad. It's moments. It doesn't mean it's not real. Two things could be true. I don't want to take that away from you. Two things could be true. These are real things, but it's like we got the strength and it's to be strong. Absolutely, that's my whole point. I agree. I agree. It's just not. It's listen. All right, let's listen. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> let's listen. Let's have a conversation. Let's acknowledge. Let's have empathy. You know, let's talk it out. Then it has to be action after. It has to be things we're doing in our everyday lives to mm-hmm. not quit. I, I think that's okay to say. You know what I mean? Right. I just, right. So, I don't know. We're going to bring Adam back no, for part know, two. You, you know <laughs> but I want to I say to but, the men yeah. because... Um, you know, I'm, I'm I am empathetic for men in general. I know you guys and you're you guys have just confirmed that that you are taught to man up and just go through it and deal with it. You know what I mean? When you're going through things like mental illness or depression, and um, we have to. I but I I I I want because I know you guys are not really comfortable with talking about the things that you go through in your life. Um, you don't feel like you usually have a safe space to do so. But I really want to encourage anybody who is suffering from any type of depression, um, you know, or maybe times you don't feel like yourself. Um, you may you may have a die. You may have a this is a really important message. Can we just if you are suffering from any type of mental illness, depression, you don't feel like yourself, um, you know, you have thoughts of suicide, um, and you don't feel like you can have anybody, you have anybody to talk to, please find somebody. You may have a friend, a guy friend. I'm noticing now that men are, are you know, coming together more and listening to each other because they feel like they don't have those outlets. They don't have anybody they can talk to um, to get that stuff off their chest, you know? So I, ju- I just want to encourage men. Um, there may even be women in your life that you can go to just, you know, to sit down and have a conversation with. But I, I-, I want you to, I'm encouraging you to try, you know, because I know what it feels like to be in that deep, dark place, not as a man, but just in general. And I don't, I don't want men to feel like, you know, even though you're going to have that mindset because it's been what generations that we, you know, men have been taught, you man up, deal oh, with it. You got to be strong. You got to do that. Yeah, yeah. It like, is. Like you said, life is hard. Okay, everybody has different and we're struggles. Supposed to be the champion for y'all. But but like, that's everybody doesn't look at it that way. So coming from another woman, I'm encouraging men to find somebody to reach out to that you can talk to to at least get that stuff off your chest because i don't want you to feel like you have to man up all the time i don't want you to feel like you can't open up and talk you know to me or or someone close to you just try to find that out but you and and you have but you have that's life and you have to make yourself in order but we're not talking about them then if so then but then you know those type of women you find that one individual 
you find that individual that you can talk to. That's all I'm 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 encouraging. I'm trying to encourage people, cause especially this time of year where there's a lot. There's this is supposed to be like the happiest time of year for everybody, but it's not for a lot of people. So if you know, if there, but there, if there is anybody you can talk to, just get it off your chest. Even yeah, and, and if you're a religious true. person and you and if you. Uh-huh. When you're home by yourself and you're in your own space by yourself with no distractions, talk to God. Talk. Get it off your chest. Please pray. Talk to God. You know, and ask Him to help you get through it because you know it. It, it holding it in definitely makes it worse. You know, you don't want to get so deep into that dark place that you can't find your way out. And you know, I just, I just encourage you guys find someone I you think can talk to. Or at least, if you hold it in, talk to God about it. Let it go. Let you it go. Let it get it off life, your chest, yo. you know? I think if, 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 if a man is focused on his purpose, he don't got time to be sitting there depressed. That means you're not doing something you're supposed to be fucking doing. You don't got time to be sitting there fucking crying. I, that's Listen, you putting out the right message. I get it. Talk to somebody. Don't do it. That's the correct message. I'm not man, saying that's wrong. Ass niggas. But listen, but, but listen it only because it doesn't matter because they, they, they'll just call you sassy. I'm not making this shit up. It's about a thousand. Everybody's so, not listen, way. I know not everybody. Listen, I talk generalities i know it's not every woman and shout out to the good woman out there like you shout out shout out shout out to all the good women out there that that put out your message like i want to acknowledge y'all but the culture around the world is is you know you'll say that in one hand but then in the other hand a man that get played and get called sassy and and when he's just trying to express what his needs is and what his wants is, this cut off so so I, I read all them statistics off just to just to let you know that a man's life on that on a mental health, not to, to, to disparage anything that women got to go through, but just to say it, it is a reality that men do actually go through shit. Mm-hmm. So like it just gets gaslighted. So my thing is I don't I, I get it. I think we we talk logic as men. They're not trying to hit. They're thinking on an emotional response. And emo- I get it. So let me be your Superman. Let me level the fuck up because you're not going to respect me no matter what. You, you can say that in one hand, but you'll never marry that type of man. You'll never be with that type because he wasn't strong enough. Women are naturally attracted to men that fight, the men that don't give up, men that don't fucking quit, the men that can put the weight of the world on their shoulder. I get it. They like It's, it's an it's a exercise in futility to keep having this conversation. The statistics show it that marriages are a lot less. The more the, the divorce is high, like like so. I, this is just not out of thin air. I agree. Like I think Buck had the right message. You just just said that's a message just for me. Mm-hmm. Well, here's well here and then from what you're saying too. If you are the type of person that um, you know is willing to get help, you know, wanting to speak to somebody, even a therapist, if you want to. You have to learn to be receptive to the help, the information that you're being given. Um, it, and you have to, you know, and and I and I know it's it's hard, you know, when you when you are in a demographic where you deal with a lot of t- people that don't, you know, um, aren't treating you or won't treat you too kindly when you open up to them about the things that you, you know, experiencing or or just wanting to get shit off your chest. Um, but. B, you have to sometimes put yourself in a vulnerable state um, in order to determine if help is out there. You can't, you know, it, it's, I, I, I'm not going to say can, but I, I don't recommend that you walk around with the mindset that um, I don't dare open my mouth and tell somebody how I feel because they're going to throw it, use it against me. Women, we have that too. We, there's women we can't go to, we feel like we can't go to and talk to about our problems because then they're going to run and tell somebody else. You, but, but if you are go to feeling, not everybody does. If you are that person that wants help, you know what I mean? You have to put yourself in a vulnerable state in order for that, you know, to happen. And then you also have to be receptive of what, you know, information you're obtaining from whoever you seek that help from because if the not, men should get brothers, get 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 your pack, get some good guys you can talk to yeah, that that's you good. can yeah, that you can that you can relate to, that you can talk about sports or you can talk about working mm-hmm. out, talk mm-hmm. about family, yeah. keep each other accountable, talk about you know what's going on, keep up the date, you know, make sure you're you talking about group chatting niggas. I don't care how you do it. If you I'm talk, just saying that's a term. You, you want a group chat? I don't care how your communication is. Yeah. But if you get like a good pack of men around you, good solid dudes, they Pause. got a good set of principles and beliefs, then like so these are the type of conversations that I'm trying to have like that men should be doing yeah. so they can be the leaders that they need to be. Yeah. So um, 
I think that's yeah, perfect. That would be one. That'd be, yeah, that's I'm a really good idea. You yeah. got to make sure that people, because, you know, y'all keep each other accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. got goals. Y'all both. You so know. your advice to niggas is go get more, be around more niggas? No. You should have all I'm cool, You are bro. way too immature for this. At um, a certain age, good. you should know who's around you or not. <laughs> exactly. You, should, you shouldn't even have to worry about and who you can trust. Oh, and I had, yeah, exactly. I had to cut off. Like, I, I can't stand people. Like, every year, they right. have to cut off five people. Right. Like, why are you around people right. that you have to cut off every year? By a certain age, you should know who's in your circle. That's right. That's but, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. So, all right. So, look. We're going to be back season three. Yes, um, I want to thank everybody. Yes. I want to say I love y'all. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this just, I'm just potting. So, okay. I love all. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't fix your face. My face is fixed. Oh, damn. <laughs> Ooh. I don't think anyway, that did what you thought it was. Lauren. <laughs> I just advise everybody. I know that depression, like it could be, it's it's definitely something that's more common than people like yeah. to think about, and it's a whole lot harder to deal with. It's easier said than done, but the yeah. easiest thing you could do is really just allow that feeling to win. Like right. just don't ever give right. up. Keep just fighting. don't lay down and die. As just, long as you fighting back, don't like, tap out. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking tap out. I right. don't get like you got me fucked up. Like life is beautiful. <laughs> I, I love this shit. I love chasing this shit. Like, I, I love it. I love the opportunity. I was in prison. I didn't have the, the chance to go get it. Right. You get what I'm saying? And like, so when you really go through, when you got that type of trauma and you come home and you're trying to create something, you know, like make magic fucking happen. Right. Like, I, I, I don't fucking take. Like, I can't. I can't hear that shit. Get the people, get the right people around you and go for that shit. Like, I don't get, get believe in something. Please. One thing I believe, one thing I really like. I go by as I love winning and I love failing because when I open my eyes again in the morning, I'm about to try again mm-hmm. all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got another chance to go get it, man. Right. Life is fucking beautiful. Go get it. So, um, all right, we wrapping it up. We'll see y'all yes. season three. Thank we're you gonna, for joining yeah, us we, again. We, we, we love you. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Subscribe, <laughs> like, share. You just watched What You Scared to Say podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe now.